We're glad to have rep representatives from the uh, Share World Global with us this morning, and I'd ask uh, uh, Greg Dinsdale to come forward and maybe introduce your guests as well. And uh, it's, it's your turn now. Thank you very much. Uh, good morning. It's uh, kind of become a tradition for me to uh, once a year come and share with you, and it's a, it's a real honor and, and, and pleasure. And uh, once again, thank you for your generous support of uh, ShareWord Global, the Gideons. Uh, it's, it's greatly appreciated. It's, it's a tremendous ministry. And today we have with us Lovemore and Miriam Savanhu. Did I say it right? And uh, Lovemore has just taken on the position of uh, regional manager for ShareWord Global in our area. And uh, right now he's looking after Manitoba. I believe it's going to expand to Saskatchewan. It already has expanded to Saskatchewan. So he is uh, overseeing uh, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and Northwest Ontario, which is a huge area. And uh, he is going to be sharing with you in just a few minutes. I'm just here for uh, an introduction and just to share a few things. Sherwood Global, our, our, our purpose, our mission statement is we ignite and fuel a passion in people's hearts to share the gospel, training and equipping them as a community of believers to effectively introduce people to Jesus through God's word. Together, together we can tell the world. Uh, we're stronger when we work in partnership and when we work together. And uh, Sherwood Global is placing an increased, we've always had an emphasis on personal evangelism, but we're increasing that. And uh, we still share scriptures. We still, scriptures are a key part of the ministry. We evangelize using scriptures. But we, we see that, especially in Canada, especially in North America, there's a need for churches to evangelize. Christianity is in decline in our country. And how can we reverse that decline? It's only when Christians evangelize and share the good news. And uh, to do that, we've realized at ShareWord Global that we can't do it on our own. We need to partner with churches. And we so appreciate your global church partnership with ShareWord Global. Uh, we want to encourage evangelism, and we want to counter the downtrend. And ShareWord Global has put together an excellent evangelical training program. And I know that in Brandon, we're looking in late winter to hold uh, an evangelism training seminar in Brandon, a three-hour three seminar, and then we will encourage the people that participate in that to go out and evangelize. Now, there's many, many different ways uh, to do evangelism. Uh, there's the direct approach. And that's where a person has the ability uh, in a conversation to steer a conversation to a spiritual conversation. And I, I find myself sometimes a great way to do that is just to say, D 
Do you attend church? Or do you attend a church? Uh, there's the intellectual approach, and that's where a person is able to use the Bible uh, to explain Christianity and to have a discussion with a person on an intellectual level. There's the testimonial approach, and that's where we share our story. Every one of us has a personal testimony. And uh, I guess the best testimony is when it's, as my father used to say, it's better felt than telt. It's when people see it in our life by our actions. But we all have a testimony to share. There's the relational approach of evangelism. And that's something that takes place in our families, in our places of work, and in our community. And that's where we develop trust. And people interact with us. And they see what our life is like. And they, over time, we're able to share with them. Because they love us, and we love them, and they trust us. Relational approach of evangelism. There's the invitational approach. That's where you invite a person to a church event, to a church service, to a special church event, uh, the invitational approach. And then there's the service approach, that's sharing Christ's love through deeds. And uh, I guess everything we do should be the service approach. I mean, there are people that use all these types of evangelism. We as Christians are to have an attitude of service. We are saved to serve. We need to have that servant-like attitude. I remember I had the privilege to go and do a missionary trip in India. And uh, the area I was in, there was an expression, namaskaram. And they would come up and greet you like this, namaskaram. And uh, I asked them, what does that mean? And it means that when you come to a person, you're saying, I am nothing, you are everything. I am here to serve you. And uh, it's so important in Christianity, as we all know, that we have the servant-like attitude. We are saved to serve. And to have that attitude, we have to have God's love in our hearts. Without God's love, anything we do is of no avail. We have impact stories, and uh, before I pass the torch on to Lovemore, who is going to come and share with us this morning, I would like to share uh, a, a video of an impact story in Uganda. And then Lovemore, I am going to turn it over to you uh, after we go through the Brazil part. <laughs> and I'm from Iran and this is the first time I'm coming to go trip I have to say it's uh, unbelievable it's a life changing you have opportunity to share with the others your your faith and this is the not only you're blessing others but also you receive the more blessing Este es mi primer viaje misionero y la verdad, el primero, pero no creo que sea el último. 
great things are going to happen. Please don't miss. This is going to be an exciting moment much more than what has been, I believe, and I see every year, every day we get, there are different things happening. So please, don't miss. Please come and join us. Let us work together and have a difference in Uganda. Uh, we went out uh, with my uh, friend Cindy. We went out and uh, to share uh, the word of God, share the gospel in our neighborhood, very close to our church is where we started. And we found this lady that um, was very, she was so quick to accept uh, the gospel and accepted Jesus Christ as a personal Lord and Savior. And it was so nice to witness her uh, giving her life to Christ. And then while we were speaking to her and even when she had finished giving her life to Christ, I realized uh, that I pass by this place every single day. And I find this lady and I only wave to her, I'm like, hey, hello, and I go on. But I've never found uh, uh, the time or I've never thought about sitting down to share the gospel with her. And it was in that moment that I realized, oh my God, this has to be done all the time. And uh, wow, I just feel in my heart to say thank you so much. Uh, share word global for uh, just enlightening us and, and supporting us and, and showing us uh, basically you have risen a, a desire in us to continue sharing uh, the word of God with just our next door neighbors who we pass by every day and uh, for me really today is, is, is a signature moment that this will not just be an event that stops here with uh, the, the, the members of ShareWord uh, that came uh, to see us today and we moved with, but we'll do it every other time, every week. I wish we'd do that all the time because indeed the fields are so white and uh, the people's souls are ready to receive Christ. So we pray that we will be able to do it often and all over, all the time. To God be the glory for what he has done. Thank you, ShareWord Global. And I ask all of you out there, if your if your turn comes, please come around. It's a great experience. Uh, behind me is a picture. Uh, of, uh, call it a congregation, but I believe it's a congregation of many different churches in Brazil. And they have gathered together uh, under the auspices of ShareWord Global to go through the evangelism training program. And uh, in the past year, uh, a group of young people went with ShareWord Global to do ministry in Brazil. This coming summer, there are going to be 60 young people coming from Brazil to do evangelism in Canada. And uh, it's very exciting. Uh, the way the church is going now in Canada, we who used to send missionaries to other countries are going to be the country that needs missionaries to come here. And uh, this summer, 60 young people are coming from Brazil to share their faith in Canada. And uh, 
the vision of Shareware Global, which Lovemore is going to come and talk about, is to partner with the churches and to encourage us as a church, we are all a part of the Church of Jesus, to go out and evangelize and to train people. And I've talked briefly about different styles of evangelism. There are many different styles. And we're all called to be evangelists. And Lovemore, I'm going to ask now if you would come and share with us. Thank you. Let's give Lovemore a welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Um, my wife and I are honored to be in this church. Uh, apparently, I think this is the second time we're in this church because the first time we were in this church, the struts, they, they were marrying their daughter here. So I was telling my wife, I, said, I think we've been to that church when we were coming from Winnipeg. And surely this is the church. So we thank God for what God is doing through you as a church to partner with ShareWord. Greg has already mentioned most of the things about the vision and what you, uh, your contributions are doing to impact people even in other countries. So uh, we're excited as we are coming, driving here with my wife. So what I'm gonna do probably this morning is I'm not gonna go so much in details because I think we have heard uh, uh, what we are our vision is we are trying to mobilize over 100,000 people that can be sharing the gospel every time, everywhere they are. They are not scared. They just know that we are carrying the best news that the world needs in this day. How many people know that we have the best news to share? We have the best news. And I call myself a reporter. I'm a reporter for Jesus Christ. And it's my prayer that all of us, we're going to make that pledge that we're going to be reporters of Jesus Christ. You know, we are singing a, 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 a song that I sang a long time ago when I was young in the choir. I love, uh, Brother Vern, the song that you led us into. I love to, to tell that story, that old story of love. You know, it's an old story, but how many people know that this story is ever fresh? It never runs old. The news of the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ does not grow old. It is old, but it's always refreshing. Every time we tell it, it's, a, it's, it's new. It's a, what, what do they say? It is latest news. Though it happened over 2,000 years ago. So I'm very excited to be part of... Uh, uh, what Share World is doing, and just to be part of uh, believers who are saying, you know what, we are not giving up. A lot of things have been thrown at us, but we are not giving up. So let's just pray before I continue. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for our lives. We want to thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, whom you gave freely, that, Lord, we may have eternal life. We thank you for the sacrifice that he provided for us so that we can have salvation. And Lord, it's because of this that we pledge our lives to share the gospel to every person here, living here on earth, Father. Thank you for this great opportunity. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving in our hearts. Amen. 
So, like I was saying, I believe that all of us are reporters because we can report about so many things. I remember, you know, uh, even as a believer, I used to talk so much about politics. I, I, back home, we would even quarrel in the office because, you know, I was supporting this candidate and then other people were supporting the other candidate. So I was telling stories about my candidate all the time. And sometimes we broadcast about, you know, our personal things. I remember on Facebook, I would broadcast, you know, nice things that are happening in my life. I would, put, I would post maybe a picture, you know, of uh, uh, something, and then people like it. I'm like, oh, wow. So then I realized that when I posted something about the Lord or like somebody got saved, there are very few people liking. I'm like, you know what? From today, I'll be posting things about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because he has done the greatest thing that every human being living on this earth is supposed to receive and have. Um, Greg talked about the trainings that we normally have. We call them ignite. Ignite meeting. Before, before I, get, I, get, I read my scripture, I just want to also say something about this. Now, what these trainings do is that they make people, even people who have never shared the gospel to somebody, it, you know, th this training makes it easier for anybody to break that fear. In other words, you are not just targeting, I mean, targeting uh, people that are evangelists, we are targeting a normal believer, somebody who's just, who just has a story to tell how Jesus changed their lives. And I believe that all of us here, we, we have that story to tell. And uh, so it's very exciting. Once this seminar comes or the training comes, please be encouraged to attend because it changed my life. By the way, I, when I attended this uh, first meeting, uh, I was really blessed. I've preached, to, I've preached to many people before as an evangelist, but I never understood how you can relate to people. Okay, you meet a stranger, and then you, you, know, you, you, you open up, and maybe you have a discussion, a small talk, and then that leads to another talk and a bigger talk, and eventually maybe you have an opportunity to lead somebody to the Lord. So when I attended that uh, uh, first Ignite meeting at our church, Calvary Temple, I was really touched. I said, you know what? I would love to do this more often. And uh, so from that time, I just feel encouraged to ignite other people to do the same. My scripture reading is coming from I just want to exhort you this morning because, uh, Greg, you have shared most of the things. But if you allow me, I just want us to get excited one more time because I know there are a lot of things that have been bombarding us as Christians. And sometimes, sometimes we feel discouraged. You know, where I, I was in Saskatchewan last week, you know, you find people, you know, they, they, they are demoralized, Christians, you know. They are saying, what's happening? 
you know, we have viruses, we have wars going on, we have everything coming so strong on us, but we know that our God is stronger. That's why we cannot give up. We will not give up. And if there was a time we stood up for the gospel, I believe this is the time. Because I believe the devil knows that his time is up. That's what the Bible says. His time is up. But we'll take, we'll put on our running shoes one more time. And we'll keep on running. And we'll tell people about the, you know, the Lord. And what's so exciting about this is uh, that God himself cannot do it. As powerful as God is, he cannot share the good news to somebody. God cannot come down and say, receive my son Jesus Christ. God is counting on human beings. God has always used a human being to partner with. So it is, when I think about this, it just, sometimes I cry. I say, Lord, you can use a person like me to share the gospel of our Lord and Jesus Christ. So we're going to read uh, Romans chapter 10, and we'll start from 7, but I'm going to zero in on certain scriptures that will help us. Who shall descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead? But what saith it? The word is near or nigh thee in thy mouth, and in thy heart. This, that is the word of faith which we preach. So every born again Christian has the word in their mouth and in their heart because Jesus did something in us. So we are carrying something. We are carrying the good news. We are carrying something everybody out there needs. Continue. Because if thou shalt confess with thy mouth Jesus as Lord and shalt believe in thy heart, that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Continue, please. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Continue. For the scripture says, Whosoever believes on him shall not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all and rich unto all. Continue. For whosoever shall call... Okay, yeah. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's what you, okay. How then shall, now that's, I want to zero in on that. How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they hear without a preacher? Or without the storyteller? Remember, you're not supposed to be an evangelist or a pastor or a deacon or an elder to tell your story because this story is in your heart and it's on your mouth. So God cannot, God is counting on us. We have to use our mouths to tell this story. And I'm gonna, let's, let's continue. And how shall they preach except they be sent? This church is a blessing because you are sending share word to other countries. So you are, part, you are already doing this as a church. Except they be sent. Even as it is written, how? There it is. 
Listen to that. How beautiful are the feet of them that bring glad tidings of good things. How beautiful are the feet. Back home in Zambia, I used to tell people that, you know, it doesn't matter how expensive the shoe you are wearing. You may not even have proper shoes. But if your feet are taking the gospel to people who don't know the, who don't know the Lord, God is saying they are so beautiful. They are so wonderful. So, we have seen here that people will not hear about Jesus Christ. If I keep silent, my neighbor will never know the story of Jesus Christ. So, it is a great pleasure to be partners with God. I'm reminded of Job. Job, uh, sorry, uh, Jonah, sorry. Jonah was running away from God, but God had to pursue him. Why did God pursue him? Because God knew that he wouldn't do it himself to go and warn the, 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 the people of Nineveh. He had to find somebody because this Jonah knew something about God. He had a relationship with God. So God was looking for Jonah. Jonah went and hid, you know, he, he, he was trying to run away, but God was still pursuing him. You know, then I started thinking about it. I'm like, wow. God depended so much on a man that he had to <laughs> sort him out. You know, wherever he was hiding, he had to find him. And when he found him hiding under the, <laughs> under the ship, you know, in the basement of the ship, Jonah realized to say, oh, I've been found. Guys, just throw me into the water. He knew. He knew that he had to tell a story to people in Nineveh, but he was running away. And then what happened? God provided accommodation, free accommodation for him, and he found himself back to Nineveh. Because God wanted those people to be warned, to be told that if they repented, God would have mercy on them. So I just want to encourage you today. As individuals, you have a, you know you are you, you are part of this big vision that God has you know given to us. It's a noble and glorious responsibility. Remember, you don't have to be a pastor to tell somebody I used to be a selfish person. Though my name was, is Lovemo, I remember my story, if I can share quickly. I was a very selfish man. <laughs> I loved myself. It was about myself. But when I met Jesus Christ, when somebody shared the gospel to me in church, when I received Jesus Christ, my life changed. My life changed completely. And I became a loving person. I stopped discriminating against people, whether they were poor, whether they were, that didn't matter. I started going to prison to preach. I didn't, when I go into prison, I don't see criminals. I see people God loves. So when I go and I tell the story, these inmates, they respond to the good news. I remember one good story back home. I, was, I used to preach at a marketplace. This young man just came from prison. I didn't even know he was hearing the gospel. But 
because I don't know if you, uh, some of you have seen uh, some of these places. At marketplaces in, in Africa, sometimes you have, you know, uh, uh, what uh, shelters, people may be selling food, clothes, and I was preaching in the middle of the market. So this young man was eating food. I didn't even know he was there, but I was preaching about Jesus Christ. And, you know, I told, I, I, he actually reminded me uh, t- three weeks ago that the message that you preached was, God is not ashamed of you. I'm like, oh, I can't even remember that message because this is like... 2005. <laughs> but this is what he said. He said, when you preach that message, he was a Rasta, Rasta man. I don't know if you are, you, you know, Rastafarian. He had nine long dreadlocks. So when I was preaching that message, he was listening. And he came to that place, a marketplace, and he gave his life to the Lord. Right now I'm speaking. This young man is an international evangelist. He goes from country to country. In Mozambique, they even gave him a free citizenship because he's been preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is power in the gospel. When I was preaching, I didn't even know somebody was listening outside. But he responded to that message. And he told me, by the way, God has uh, given me the opportunity to go back to my country in Zambia this October. On the, we are going on the 19th, and 19th for the go trip, just like you saw, you know, that uh, Uganda go trip. So they sent me back to my country. I haven't been to Zambia since 2016. But this is what he said. It doesn't matter what time you are arriving, even if you come at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you'll find me waiting for you at the airport. It's not that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a VIP, no. But I believe he knows that this is the man whom God used to lead me to the Lord. So, uh, I, just said, I just wanted to encourage you that don't give up. We are not going to drop the ball. We are not going to be discouraged by, the, by, 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 by people around us. We will not be discouraged. We will rise up and say our God is strong. You know, we sang that song. Our God is strong. Jesus already finished the work. So we will not disappoint him. If I know that the movie, the movie is already, you know, if you watch a movie and you know that uh, Spider-Man at the end of the movie, you know, conquers everything, we know that whatever we are going through in between here is just a phase. But Jesus already won the battle. So we will not lose this fight. We will not disappoint our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's keep on marching on this journey and be the church and the people that will continue to tell others about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In closing, uh, we're going to have the Samson story. I I hope I haven't haven't gone over my time. yeah, let's watch and see what God also, uh, you know, is doing in India. God, yeah. I was speaking to one pastor. His name is uh, Pastor Balraj, who himself was an orphan. He was 
a dejected child because at the age of five his mother died. When he was ten his father died. So he grew up as uh, an orphan and he had no one to take care. He was on the streets eating leftover food and growing on the streets and growing uh, outside just like a scavenger. But in his after he grew up, he met one pastor who shared the gospel with him. And this man, Baldrach, gave his life to Christ. In a place called Shimoga, when he was preaching the gospel, one man came and put a knife and slit his neck. When he was, this Baldrach was very serious and uh, he had an attack on his life. He, by the grace of God, he recovered and he came back to this man and told him that Jesus loves you. And he is willing to forgive him for what he has done. The person who, put, uh, who cut his neck was amazed. What is this he's telling? I went to take his life and he is speaking about an eternal life which I am going to have. And then that began a new relationship between Baldrach and this man. And he became open to the gospel. And because Baldrach forgave him and shared the gospel, this man committed his life to the Lord. He says, I want my story of how God saved me to be heard by every village wherever I go. So I don't have any limit on the number of villages, but everywhere I go, I want the story of how God changed my life to be known and the power of God's word to be known by every person. We thank God uh, for that. So that is one of the stories that showcases the power of the gospel. What we have in our hands is what the world needs, is what our neighbors need, is what our uh, friends need at work, uh, wherever we are. So look out for that training when we have the Ignite um, uh, training. Please make sure you sign up. And like already Greg said, you know, there are go trips you know, that uh, you can come, you know, and be part of. And if you have to sponsor young people, you know, bring them on. I remember my wife and I took uh, our two uh, youngest children. By the way, uh, 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 my wife and I have uh, four kids, um, three boys and one girl. So we took our daughter, 17 years old, and our son who's 13 years old. We took them to, for the conference. We went to the conference because uh, I wanted uh, uh, my family just to, to know what I'll be, uh, I'll be getting involved in. So there were young people there who shared, uh, Greg already mentioned that young people went to Brazil and they went and shared uh, with other young people. And we, we all know now that others are from Brazil now, they are coming to, to Canada. But it was exciting that my children, 
They connected so well. And they're saying, Daddy, we want to come with you when you go to a go trip in whether it's Chile or Brazil. So what we are saying is that even young people, we need to connect them whilst they are young. If we have to sponsor some of them to go on a go trip, even if it's two of them, make sure they go on this go trip. They will never be the same again. Because this is our future. This is the future of our, 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 our young children. I was saying, Lord, I don't want to leave a society that is just squeezing life out of our, 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 our children. So we will stand up for our children. We will stand up for our grandchildren so that they know that the future is bright with Jesus. Amen. So let's just close in prayer. Father, I want to thank you for the ministry of your word. I pray that, Lord, uh, you have encouraged uh, some people in this uh, audience, Lord, that just to know that, Father, we, we will continue to march on with you because, Lord, what you did for us is so big. And, Lord, even as uh, people uh, desire, Father, to uh, register even for these upcoming e events, that, Lord, will train us on how to break our fears and how we can easily share our stories with other people. I pray that, Father, we will invite even uh, people from uh, other places to be part of this. Thank you, Lord, for including us in this great plan of redemption that was wrought through your son, Jesus Christ, even when he died for us on the cross and he rose up again for our justification. Father, we thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.